Welcome to the 24 Flicks Entertainment Podcast. Get the latest in entertainment news. Listen to exciting and powerful interviews from artists, actors, directors, writers, comedians, and much, much more. Introducing your host for the show, Marty Jean-Louis. Welcome to another episode of the 24 Flicks Entertainment Podcast. I am pumped today. I am so happy, excited, elated to have two of my favorite people on this show today, Brooklyn Whitmer and Jennifer Parada. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so let's start. Um, Jenny, let's hear a little bit about you. Sure. Um <laughs> Well, my name is Jenny Parada, and I live in the Northeast. Um, I'm a mom and a wife, and um, acting is kind of something that has um, been part of me throughout the last um, decade, if you will. Uh, and Don't Say My Name, which is what we're going to talk about today, was my first lead in a feature film. So... Um, was really life-changing to be part of, for sure. Awesome. Brooklyn? Hi, I'm Brooklyn Whitmer. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter. I'm an actress from the Midwest. And yeah, I agree with Jenny. This is my first film, like as a lead role and a speaking role in general in a film for Don't Say My Name. And it was such a privilege to work alongside Jenny and Marty and so many others on this film. And I'm excited to talk about it today. So let's start with you, Brooklyn. Um, what mm -hmm. was the feeling like when you knew you got the part? <laughs> um, my first initial reaction was shock. <laughs> um, when we had a meeting, me and you, Marty, and Patricia, which is the writer, and Federico, which is the director. And we discussed... Uh, the details of the film over a film festival that you are the founder of Marty, which is ICFF. And I remember just discussing with each of you guys about the film and one particular night, which was after the awards show for ICFF, which was the last night you guys wanted me to come meet you three. And so we all met together and then you're like, how should we tell her the news? I'm like, what news? And they're all like, you got the part. And I was just like, literally in shock, could not say anything. And they all were just like having this party or whatever, like, yeah. And then they looked at me and they're like, are you not excited? I'm like, yes, I'm excited. I finally had this like reaction. It was just, it was just crazy to me that, um, that this role was given to me. And I was just so surprised and happy and just feeling so lucky to be a part of something like this. Jenny, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, I know you have law sure. enforcement in your family. Now, playing a cop sure. and finding out you got that role, what was that like for you? Um, so, you know, as, as an actor, uh, to be part of a film that has the ability to transform lives and to bring healing is something that I'm truly grateful to be part of and want to be part of, for that matter. Um, you know, I've been um, and have had opportunities over the last years to work alongside different nonprofit organizations who work with teen girls 
And when I read the script, I was instantly reminded of just real heart-wrenching stories that I've heard. And having specifically worked alongside one organization the last couple of years, the Wipe Every Tear organization, um, who actually rescues girls from the sex trade, knowing that this script that I was reading is not just a script, it's real and it's affecting so many men and women makes me wanna do everything that I can to be a voice for the voiceless. Um, you know, this film is a call to action for all of us to understand that this evil is happening all around us. And over the last couple of years, the entire Don't Say My Name team had the opportunity to, like you said, to work alongside the Department of Homeland Security, Child Exploitation and Sex Trafficking team, as well as nonprofit organizations dedicated to providing hope and healing to survivors of sex trafficking. Um, so being able to play uh, Officer Luis Carreras in the film, who is a survivor herself, uh, was just, it was really moving for me. Um, there was definitely tears, a lot of tears when I read that script for the first time. Um, and just truly grateful to be part of something, like I said, that um, is going to transform lives. Awesome. When Brooklyn, when you read the script, was there anything that surprised you without giving <laughs> all of it away? <laughs> well, um, just reading the script, I, it was just this, I could just see this, this heartbreak this girl had and the weight she carried of just feeling like she didn't have an identity. She didn't, she was just stripped of who she was and this journey of healing and finding out who she is. Uh, it was just a beautiful journey for me to be able to be a part of. Uh, I know that this film will impact so many people. Um, it's not just for uh, just a one group of people. It's for everybody to come and see and to, to be able to see um, just that there is healing, there is hope um, beyond the hurt and the pain that is so horrific. And especially with her situation, she was trafficked by someone that she should have trusted or should have had trust in, which was her mom's boyfriend. You know, that's someone that she uh, knew. And of all things, he was the one that trafficked her. And I know for me in my personal journey, it really helped me shape who I am and find my self-confidence and really ask those hard questions about my own life. So it was very, very good. And Jenny, uh, we've seen a lot of Hollywood films on sex trafficking. Right. And what is different about this film than the Hollywood versions, if there are any differences. Yeah, um, I w there definitely is. Uh, you know, a lot of trafficking movies end with a rescue, but that is not the end of the story by any means. You know, the road to recovery, to safety, to freedom can take place over many years. And there are so many incredible people and organizations who give their time and service to help and bring healing and restore dignity to those who have been affected by really this modern day form of slavery. Um, you know, I think in this film, you get to see a glimpse of hope through the eyes of Adriana. Um, you, you get to witness a young girl's courageous, I mean, courageous journey of healing and restoration. And, uh, you know, 
I think all of us were changed by this experience. When you experience so much of what is taking place behind the scenes, you can't help but be changed and want to help. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is going to be a tool that is going to be used in homes, in schools, and Adriana's story is going to be shared with the world. That's our goal. Right. So, Brooklyn, now that you got the part, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure to make sure that this is authentic. Tell mm -hmm. me about how did you prep for this and how much pressure you felt? Well, I, yeah, that it was, it was a big, big task, um, a big thing to take. Um, but I felt really, honestly, I felt very um, excited and motivated to do something like this. Uh, I'm a very happy-go-lucky person. So from the beginning, I kind of was just, just kind of excited, you know, this journey of just growing and figuring out who she is and Adriana's story. And the more I got into it, the more I realized how much depth is there and how much pain she had to go through. And for me, I had to open myself up to those vulnerabilities and to be able to share the load that she had to carry. I had to be okay with not being okay. And I feel like with Adriana, that was her situation. She had to understand that her hurts, she cannot keep inside. She had to let them out. And because that is where the healing starts. When you allow yourself to be um, opened, opens up to the possibility of healing and restoration. And so with this journey, it was, it was not easy um, for sure. Uh, but I know I had a wonderful acting coach. Her name is Amy Reese. And we went through the script backwards and forwards. And we talked about just so many different things just to really find the depth inside of this beautiful character, which is Adriana. And so uh, I feel like that we, I feel like together we created this beautiful story. And so I'm just really proud of just what we've gotten to put together and what we have accomplished with this film so far. And um, I do feel like it will, her story will impact the world, so. Okay. And, and Jenny, you played a police officer that is also a survivor, which is a very right. unique character to play. How did you yeah. prep for that? Um, you know, Officer Louise, um, she, like we said before, she's a survivor of abuse. Um, she is strong. She is compassionate. She has a fighting spirit, uh, you know, to fight for these kids. And really, um, as far as, as acting goes, um, I attend uh, MN Acting Studio here in New York City uh, with my acting coach, Matt Newton, and he is actually the coach and has been for um, Blue Bloods, the Netflix series. So for uh, him and I, that was an incredible four-month journey that we spent just diving into this character, uh, finding out who she was, just becoming um, this this incredible, uh, incredible officer. Uh, I remember just to touch on what Brooklyn said, you know, one of the scenes um, Brooklyn and I had together uh, was so emotional. And I remember looking at Brooklyn mm -hmm. and she was just in that character. And, and I just mm -hmm. looked at her in the eyes and we just had a moment and we were just like, this is, this is for these, these, 
these girls. This is for these men and women that have mm-hmm. gone through this pain and suffering. And this is, this was an, an emotional moment for, for Brooklyn and I, everything just kind of stood still. And we just felt like, you know, we were, we, we were those characters. And, um, you know, I pulled, obviously I pulled from different places uh, personally of things I experienced at 17 years old. And um, yeah, I mean, it was an incredible, incredible character to be able to play. Now, Brooklyn, you live in the Midwest. And when we are filming, we obviously are filming in Florida. Um, did you feel like this was a vacation? <laughs> I'm going to Florida. <laughs> I'm going to Florida. Oh, my. Uh, you know, well. when, when the winter is about to start. <laughs> or did you, f- there was so much pressure that this was definitely not a vacation? Well, honestly, before I left, uh, I just knew the support I had at home. And I think that's what pushed me to feel confident in this role and to feel just prepared and ready. I know that like with my mom, she had gathered together some friends and they literally prayed every day that I was filming on set. And it was just an awesome thing. I could really feel those prayers for sure because every day that I was on set, I mean, we had long hours, um, yeah, just unique times, um, emotional scenes and you would think it would wear somebody down for after so long but for the most part I feel like I was just so in it I was just like this is this is important and I could just feel the power of prayer over just over me and what I had to uh to film and it really it really was just an awesome time of just feeling just confident in this role and knowing that I can be able to share this story for so many other people that don't have a chance to share theirs. And so I feel like this was my purpose and I felt so excited and I, I still am just knowing that this film will impact so many people and it will bring a voice to those who can't speak out about their own cases. And so that, that made me excited. So yeah, Florida, Florida in general is wonderful. Um, But yeah, it, it was really a, just a purpose-filled trip for me. Awesome. I know you both came on set when you didn't have to. You just came Mm. just to be a part. Jenny, tell me why didn't you just stay in your hotel room and just relax uh, instead of being on set when you didn't have to be? Yeah. um, You know, I think that you know, going to Florida for me, you know, it was, there was, it was a purpose filled trip. Um, it was, it was for this film. And I think that all of us, um, you know, there were so many actors from around the country. There were so many people involved. There were so many hands involved, um, local law enforcement. We had department of Homeland security on set with us every single day. Um, you know, people just wanting to come and help and to be part of this because, it was more, and it is more than a film. It's a movement. This is a movement. And, and I think we all from the beginning felt in our hearts and in our spirit that this is something bigger than us. And, you know, to be able to go on set every single day and just be supportive of all of, you know, the other castmates and um, 
to help any way that we, we could. That's really, you know, I think what it was all about. I think the other thing too, is that throughout the months prior to us filming, um, as well as over the last year, you know, the film was supposed to come out this year. It didn't, but over the last year as well, uh, you know, the production team, the cast, uh, we have had many opportunities to hear heart-wrenching stories from survivors. We have, you know, even you and I, Marty, we have sat in with law enforcement um, who teams of people who do this every single day, rescue these, these, these kids, these children. Um, we've worked with nonprofits and international leaders to learn more about those who have been affected by this horrific evil. And, and, it can't, this experience can't, it, it, ch it just changes you. It, it's not just going and filming a movie. It is so much bigger than that. Right. I know you both have been in sets before, whether it's for a short film, a feature mm -hmm. film, or a commercial. You've been on set before. What, what yes. was different about this set, Brooklyn? I just feel like this felt so different because everyone came to set with a passion to make this film because of the content we were talking about, which is trafficking. And everyone came with a motivation to do the best they could and to work together and to just be open to whatever happens because with feature films, anything can happen on set. Uh, but I could just, every time I come on set, I just feel so excited because I know that everyone's going to come and give their 100% to what job they had for this film. And so it was, it was just awesome. And I know that even whenever we were filming scenes, everyone was very respectful of just the feelings of, you know, getting into that, that time of just digging in into these characters because it's so complex and, we do want to tell the stories right, and we do want to make sure that we're, we're representing um, just what goes on with each with the stories of victims that were trafficked. And so, um, yeah, it was just an awesome set. And and also, I think I should mention this too um, <clears throat> that before every time we would start a scene. Uh, Patricia and Federico would gather us together, and you, Marty, everyone would just come together. And we would say a prayer before the, we started filming because we could just feel that this was a heavy weight for each one of us. And we wanted this film to just, um, just to be able to just be a beacon of, of hope for those who feel like there's they're just no hope. And so we just had that chance of praying before, you know, these scenes and a lot of them were very important scenes. And so I feel like that for me personally was just a wonderful thing because I feel like I could just refocus and really find that place of just vulnerability and just understand that this is just bigger than me. It's, it's so much bigger than me and bigger than all of us. And so, yeah, I just really appreciated the, the family that we created on set. So. Right. Now, Jenny, tell me a moment perhaps during filming or mm. being on set that you'll never forget? Um, well, there were so many, gosh. Um, I think one moment that impacted me, um, and I, don't th I, I think that it also impacted many of us, um, was in the courtroom scene. And uh, without giving too much away, um, the manipulator, if you will, 
is on trial. And we actually had on set with us um, actual courageous survivors of human sex trafficking. And I'll never forget one of the survivors in that moment of hearing uh, the, of hearing, I don't know if I can say his name, but hearing him testify and seeing and hearing her, oh, it's gonna make me cry right now, but just hearing her heart and just hearing the pain that she had endured uh, in real life brought the entire crew, the entire set to our knees in tears, stopping production to just pray healing over this woman. So I think that, you know, as far as the question is, are, you know, was this a little bit different as far as sets you've been on? I think that <clears throat> right there in that moment, we all realized, and we were all there. I mean, we were, we, there were, there were so many of us there. We realized that this film is for, for survivors and for people to begin their healing and um, bring restoration. And it was, in, it was in that moment for me um, that I understood that this is, this is bigger than us. This is God working um, so that this film can be shared with the world. Right. Now, Brooklyn, what was the most difficult scene for you to shoot, perhaps that you were worried about? Well, there was a lot of scenes um, that had a lot of depth and a lot of just opening up vulnerability. One of the scenes that it actually, it was crazy for me. I actually felt at peace a lot of times uh, with what I had to do. Uh, but one evening, I remember we had a scene with An Anita. Um, she, me and her, she's the co-star of the film and she was a therapist. And so I know that for me, like I had to go deeper and it was a night shoot and I don't know, it was a lot. Um, I think I just felt just the weight of all the emotions that night because I was just kind of uh, just kind of tired and we had been shooting many scenes prior and uh, it was it was just heavy on me and I remember her talking to me because I I just I just felt like I couldn't get there like I just couldn't find my my just my inner vulnerability it couldn't just want, wouldn't want to come out and I remember Anita coming and talking to me and she's like looked me in the eyes and she said you love this girl you love this girl. And I just started crying right there as soon as she said that, because I could feel that what she said, it is true. I love Adriana. And I just, and she was just speaking life over me and saying how just, you know, it, if you love her, you know, you can, there's something inside of you that will come out and it will be able to appear. And it's not something you have to force. It's something you have inside of you already. And so that was such an encouragement to me because I just felt that in my spirit. And so, and after that uh, intervention, I went on set and I could just really feel those emotions again. And I just feel like that was a powerful moment for me. It was not easy at the beginning, but it was the most uh, impactful one for me. 
I know sometimes uh, uh, on set actors have frictions with their fellow fellow um, uh, actors or actresses. Um, Jenny, how was it like working with some of the other cast members? Oh gosh, um, there is none of that. I mean, we are just a big family. I mean, there there was absolutely just pure love, respect. Um, Everyone. I mean, everybody that was on set from the actors to uh, the incredible makeups team um, from the Dominican Republic, Karen, she was incredible uh, to people that were just coming and just surrounding us and helping. It was it was absolutely incredible. There was just friendships formed that we are just one big family, uh, even to this day. Throughout the last couple of years, like I said, you know, we had many um, opportunities to hear stories and um, meet with survivors and law enforcement. But I think that before shooting this film, um, you know, you had, I think a lot of us had an understanding of what was happening in the world. But uh, going through this whole process together as a film team just has just, I think all of us ignited the fire inside of us to to want to fight for these, these, in, these survivors, these victims of human sex trafficking. We want to do more. We want to get involved more. We want, you know, this, the world to hear Adriana's story. So, you know, we want to educate people. You know, there's so many uh, manipulators and groups that use social media, gaming networks, chat groups, kidnappings, and just other tactics to prey on their victims and hold them captive. And we want to, you know, create awareness and educate. And, um, you know, the last year we've spent so many Zoom meetings, uh, meeting with um, agents that are on the front lines fighting uh, this epidemic and just hearing stories and, I think that my, you know, expectation is is wanting to continue to help in any way that I can. Um, you know, working alongside Wipe Every Tear over the last couple of years as well as personally knowing these girls, knowing girls that have been pulled from the sex trade, knowing who they are, speaking to them, knowing their names, uh, knowing that, you know, you're fighting for men and women uh, like this, it, it just, it, it ignites that fire inside of you to want to continue on and continue that fight. Right. So as we say, you know, from the beginning, this is not just a movie, it's a movement. How can people support this movement, Brooklyn? Well, there's, there's so many different avenues for sure. Um, with our film, uh, we are just excited to share the story of Adriana and so many wonderful things that, um, that you can um, just see in the story, just what is unfolding, which is the healing. And so uh, with our film, we are looking into creating uh, the best quality we can for the film because we want this story to be shared in the best way because the content is so important, which is we are fighting against human trafficking. And so with our film, we do need more funds. We're doing a fundraiser for the film, for the post-production costs. And it's, I believe it's on fundmyfilm.com. Is that correct, Marty? Yes. Uh, if you go to don'tsaymyname.com, it'll also bring you there. Yes. And so we are 
wanting to raise some money for the post-production costs. And it's very important for us to uh, just make it the best film that we can, not for just, uh, just what we're not trying to create it for our own. We're trying to create it for the people that have been trafficked and just the fact that we can share the hope and we can share that there is um, just a new life for someone outside of this pain that they might have been carrying. And so I'm excited to be able to continue this journey. And I know that uh, we can uh, create a powerful film and we can create a powerful movement. So we're excited yeah. to, to put this fundraiser together and yeah, just make things happen. So this is a question for both of you and uh, we'll start with Jennifer. Uh, you have read the entire script. You've been a part of the whole movie and you've seen a lot of it already. After mm -hmm. people watch this film, what mm -hmm. are your hopes that they'll take away from this? Oh, gosh. You know, uh, I mean, number one, this film is, um, you know, going to be used, like we said before, in schools and homes. Uh, you know, it's going to be used as a tool to educate and bring awareness so that those who are enslaved can once again know freedom. Um, I mean, I think that's the main goal. You know, the, this is Don't Say My Name is inspired by true events. And, um, you know, we need to remember that when we watch this film, it's inspired by true events. And it's happening here in America, in our neighborhoods. And it's, it's not just happening to a certain group of people. This is happening um, in, without going into detail, in places that you would never think. And, you know, uh, using social media, Facebook and Instagram and these uh, manipulators are infiltrating these networks and preying on um, all, all types of individuals and you know this hopefully will bring awareness to that and educate everyone from young girls young men to women you know educators to be used in transitional homes i know um you know with wipe every tear they are so excited to see this and share this film with the girls i mean we i constantly get on my messages um people that write into me and they say, you know, I saw the trailer. And if you haven't seen the trailer, you can check it out on, uh, on YouTube. Um, a lot of us have it on our social media networks, but a lot of people write in and they say, Hey, I want to get involved. What can I do? What can I, how can I help? I want to be part of this movement. Um, you know, we have many partnerships in the work with some major distributors and multimedia groups right now. And like Brooklyn said, we've almost met our financial goal to complete this film and turn it over. Um, but, you know, we welcome anyone that wants to help us in any way they can to share Adriana's story with the world. Awesome. Brooklyn. Yeah, I totally agree, Jenny. Uh, we are looking for anyone who is willing to share and to, uh, give or to just talk about like what, um, how they can educate others. Because I think education of what's happening is so important as well. I think sometimes we forget that. And, um, you know, it's what Jenny said, like traffickers, they use social media now as their tool to reach so many young children that are vulnerable. Um, so many women, men, whoever, they're just looking for anyone 
to just lure into their trap. And so I think we need to be aware of those signs and to just be open with what's going on on our social medias to the ones, the people that we trust, because, you know, we need someone to look out for each one of us. It's not just one age group. It's, it's everyone that could easily be trafficked. And so, yeah, I think education is so important and to know the signs and to know what to do. And so uh, if you feel like you're in a situation that could be a human trafficking situation, or you might know of somebody that seems like it's a little bit into that uh, trafficking uh, situation as well, um, you can call a toll-free number. It's a national human trafficking hotline. And the number is 1-888-373-7888. Or you can text HELP to BE FREE, which is 233-733. Please do not hesitate to call or text and they will be there to help you in any way they can. They're a 24-7 uh, organization that will just be there at all hours, all times. So do not hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you. It's been an awesome time getting to know so much about <laughs> the film from your perspective. Now, you are both working actors. Jenny, I'm going to start yes. with you. How can people sure. follow you and support you and and uh, see all of your the good stuff that you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like we said in the beginning, I'm an actor here in New York City. Um, I have social media. I just have Instagram je at Jenny Parada. And that's it as far as social media goes. You also have a website also, correct? I do, um, jennyparada.com. Mm -hmm. It has a, a bunch of um, a bunch of my acting as well as speaking engagements. And uh, another thing is too, you know, if anybody's out there that wants to get involved with organizations, uh, I do do a lot of work with some incredible foundations that work with young girls. Um, I mentioned a couple, but there are a bunch of other ones that I also love and work with. Uh, I have a lot of information on my social media regarding that as well. Um, but yeah, just message me or email me. I would love to connect or network, you know, help you get involved um, in any way that I can if you feel that in your heart. Um, definitely, for sure. Awesome. Brooklyn? Yeah, so I have a website as well. It's brooklynwhitmer.com. And it has all my information on just my social medias and all that stuff. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> um, I have uh, a Instagram at Brooklyn Whitmer and I have a Facebook page, Brooklyn Whitmer as well. So you can check that out. Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you again. It's been such a pleasure. I really enjoyed my time and I'm sure we will be talking again. Have an amazing day.